Hello and welcome to another edition of Beer Breath Podcast. And can I just start out with something? So, I right before the podcast, I had to run to the grocery store. So, I'm pulling out of the driveway. Everything's good. Running down the road. <laughs> running, driving down the road. And I have, uh, there's this crazy intersection sort of uh, right by our house that the person going um, has the right of way. Uh, if, the, if they're turning left and the other person has a stop sign. So I'm going and I'm starting to turn left and I'm like, this chick is freaking humming. And she almost hits me. And so obviously I, I'm pissed. I have road rage. I, I still have road rage. I'm talking about it right now. I almost get T-boned by this chick. And then she flips me oh off. Oh my God. And honks at me. So I'm about ready to, like, I, I'm about ready to get out of the car and go chase her because she had a stop sign going down there. Like, not really, but you know, like I'm fucking pissed. So I go to Dylan's, and it actually surprising, surprisingly wasn't that busy. So I'm like, okay, things are looking up. Cause like normally that would just piss me off too. Cause I had to wait in line forever. So I'm pulling out of Dylan's, and again, I have the right away, and I start going, and um, I start going, and one car comes out from the stop sign. Like we're both stopped. One car goes, I go, and then the car right behind that car that just went. Pulls out right in front of me, doesn't even stop. Obviously, another woman, <laughs> and she cuts me off, and I'm just like, "What the hell is going on?" Like, I thought I was over this, and I'm not. So then I go home. I'm fucking fuming. I'm like, I just need to get home, and I need to not talk about this or worry about it again. <laughs> so pull, I'm gonna immediately bring it up. Pull into Effingham <laughs> on, on the street that I live on, and a car is backing up. And it almost team bones me in reverse. Well, if you, okay, if they were backing out of their driveway and you were coming from down the street and you saw them backing out, then no, that's I just, a little bit on you too. No, I just turned, I just turned onto Effingham. Well, so they had no idea that anybody was coming then probably. They knew I was coming. I had my blinker on well before and I Yeah, made, but how would they have seen you if you were coming around the corner? What do you mean? It's you wide open. You were They're turning. right on the corner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I don't. I'm less mad about that one, but okay. the other two made it way worse. And the fact that that chick flipped me off yeah, after after she blew a stop sign, she was honking at my ass as she was coming at me at like 35 mile an hour. I don't. I don't know if there's. And then she honks and flips me off. We, I was actually just having this discussion, so I don't know if there's anything. <clears throat> so obviously, like. Make mistakes sometimes too. Like you'll pull, you'll pull over in front of somebody. You're like, shit, man. I I deserve yeah. like them to honk at you're me. Like, oh fuck, yeah. Fuck. Like fuck, and you feel kind of bad, and then you're like, shit, dude, that was stupid. But there's nothing that makes me more infuriating or like in, just enraged <clears throat> is when people are wrong and then they get pissed at you. And I I, <laughs> yeah. I want to do the exact same thing you did. You're like, dude, what the like? Are you what is wrong with you? Like you're yelling at me. You're the dumbass. I want to get out of the car too. Like that is the exact same thing. That drives me so fucking crazy and like let's say you do that and the person's super remorseful you're pissed but you're not like you're not livid <laughs> you're pissed you're right like, you're, yeah you're, yeah you you give them like a polite wave like oh i'm sorry not flip them off and start yelling at their dumb or ass, even yeah. if i start yelling at their dumb ass and like you know what i like my bad i was wrong or whatever you know like if right if they if i like if something happens and we do even if you like you get in a wreck like obviously everybody's pissed in but like if they're super nice about it and they were in the wrong, then it's kind of like it's harder to be mad at them. But when you're wrong and you flip me off, then I'm just like, 
Yeah, you want to do some yeah. very, very bad things. <laughs> yeah. So, Kale and I were drunk watching Live PD last weekend. <laughs> I thought you were going to say <laughs> driving. I thought it was going <laughs> to <No. laughs> We thought about trying to get on Live PD, just like driving to one of their live locations. But anyways. <laughs> That's a good idea. They have like the crime of the week thing, and one of them was a road rage incident. So, traffic is like almost at a standstill on a highway, and both lanes are full. And then you see this person has a dash cam. This guy comes up beside him on the shoulder and like tries to cut in. And then the guy that had the dash cam that was just in traffic, like kind of hits him. Oh my God. And so the guy gets out of his car. The guy that was passing on the fucking shoulder (laughs) gets out of his car because somehow it was the other guy's fault. He gets in, he like rips the door open, grabs the guy, punches him, takes his keys out of his car, gets back in his car takes off and the other guy like chases after him and is like holding on to his window with his feet up there but he he was going like 30 miles an hour at least and so this kid is just like hanging on for dear life and he finally like has to let go oh my god is that amazing that's that has to be the most insane road racing (laughs) that was almost me (laughs) except for reverse yeah I had but a, the fact that he was passing on the shoulder. If she would have got out, she probably would have whipped my ass because she was in military gear. But uh, <laughs> at the same time, I probably—I don't know—I might have just had to run her over. So, yeah, you might have had to. I feel like you—you you explain the entire situation to the judge, and they're like, "Okay, I mean, I don't know what else. You're—you're you're free to go. <laughs> you are like, literally that was an completely idiot. justified. We'll see you. So sorry for that." little tangent but that just really grinds my gears <laughs> so get ready for it no, no, i'm kidding so, get- <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll uh talk about some random check i gotta stop eating these pistachios yeah. not, not good for uh not good for radio we'll talk about um some other stuff uh, kind of what kind of catching up in our lives since it's been a been coon's age Hot since minute. we yeah since we're on the cast, so get ready for it. Okay, so before we get to what we've been up to in the past, we have to try the rip pull white ale. Uh, it is I'm so I'm intentionally holding it from Mike because I want him to take a. <laughs> I was looking around for it. <laughs> I want him to take a sip of it and try to tell me what fruit is in the beer. It is from Four Hands Brewing Company in St. Louis. Four hymns? Is, four hands. Oh, okay. Four hymns is that uh, boner pill stuff. <laughs> four. Might be awesome. Four hymns, H I M S, not like hymns like in church, right? Four yeah, hymns. not hymns. Okay. Um, <laughs> four hymns from the, from the uh, booklet. Nope, not that. Yeah. Okay. So it pairs, I've never seen this before. Pairs nicely with seafood. Seen that one in brunch. That seems pretty broad. That's like yeah, but pairs has, well with dinner. Has there been a brunch beer specifically? Like that maybe that's an untapped market they're trying to get into. Like, wow, this beer would go really well with brunch. Yeah, you better have a pretty versatile beer. Given it the whiff, I've already taken a sip. Did it backwards. Sip then with like which a, is risky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reverse reverse cowgirl it. <laughs> Mike just never sip, this beer. never sip then whiff always whiff before you sip <laughs> yeah as a rule <laughs> yeah. all things it's, in life yeah that's a that's a golden rule right there 
has uh-huh. an insane taste at the end. Like, almost like a smoky. Yeah, it has like a, uh, I, would, I would call it like a... I know that's the hops, but it, it's like a smoke mm-hmm. rather than a, rather than like a bite. Yeah, it has like the weedy, like sulfury yeah, bite maybe to that's it. Yeah, that's But you said you were going to make me try and guess what fruit's in it? Mm-hmm. There is one? Because mm-hmm. I can't taste one at all. Hmm. This is the Rip Ale. Ripple. Ripple. But and it's a white ale, which I've never heard of. Oh, it's because there's actually ones called Rest in Peace Ale. <laughs> no, this is a Ripple. Ripple Ale. It's, it's, gonna, it's got it. Go ahead. What shape is the fruit? That would be a giveaway. Pear? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the only one. Although I, do, I feel around. like I do taste pear. Um, it's got to be some sort of citrus. Mm-hmm. Grapefruit? Mm-mm. See, this is what Tangerine? it is. Like a close orange. Okay. Which now it's like, oh yeah, I could, I could guess that, I guess, but. Not really. It took me three guesses before no, no, no. I actually got it right. No, no, no. But I'm saying like, cause we've always talked about the uh, marketing ploy that is them putting like, oh yeah, it's brewed with this fruit. And it's like, it didn't taste anything like that fruit. Mm-mm. I would say a pear would be right on track. It's kind of insane, though. Look at that. Yeah, it's cloudy, and it, it's got lots of floaties. It there. looks like it's... Uh, but the floaties just go like this. Like, tilt yeah, your they're glass su- They're suspended. Yeah, like they don't move up or down, and it's not like a boulevard wheat. It literally looks like... It looks like resin. Like that you would get out of a uh, tree in Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Pretty Very insane. descriptive. Yeah, yeah, I I did not taste any orange, but it's still pretty good. It's not like I'm trashing it. No, it's just it's weird. Yeah, it's pretty refreshing. I could see myself drinking this with um, like some eggs Benedict or something for brunch. <laughs> <laughs> a br- what, you, what pairs nicely with brunch? Are you fucking kidding me? I don't buy that at all. That's I'm docking it for that. That's brunch, bullshit. Brunch is one of the better meals. It is, the- but I mean. Is this going well with B's and G's? Is this going well with like chicken and waffles? Is this going well with who knows? Eggs Benedict? Well, tell me. I would drink it with like eggs and stuff or something spicy, like some chorizo and stuff. Everyone keeps yeah. saying on on Beer Advocate and Untapped it as a spicy finish. So that's kind of what that's a sp- Chili was saying. Yeah, Kurt was saying. Yeah, it's between spicy and smoky. Yeah, I can kind of get spice, I guess. But not like spice, like chili pepper spice. No, I know, like Spice yeah. is like uh It's like it ting- tingles on your tongue. Like coriander or whatever. Yeah. You know what? It's it's almost like uh, cloves. Okay. A little bit. <laughs> that that taste at the end is almost like a clove. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've like specifically had enough cloves <laughs> to tell you that's what it tastes like. But maybe. You don't know what they smell like? Well, I know, but like, I don't know. I feel like the only thing you put cloves in is like... I don't know. Beer, evidently. Brunch beer. Brine your turkey in it or, or <laughs> put it in your apple cider or something. Sucks. Apple cider sounds bad. <laughs> don't need some wassail. All right. Well, we'll keep sipping on it and we will uh, check back in um, after that. So let's talk about, uh, let's talk about, I guess, where we've been and what's been going on the past couple weeks. So Sam, you want to start us off? Yeah, okay, so I got uh, a couple stories. So the first one is from 
uh, my niece, Brinley, she's uh, three and a half or so. I hope that's right. Uh, she's a toddler <laughs> of sorts. But anyways, she was at uh, something with my brother, uh, her father, and uh, they were. <clears throat> she was down in some popcorn, just like eating a ton of it. And uh, there was another lady there, and she's like, oh, my, like, you like that popcorn? And she's like, shakes her head, yeah. She sometimes <laughs> is super quiet. And then she's eating it all, like, the entire time. They're at, you know, whatever, some some uh, charity meeting. I don't know, something my brother was at. And then uh, at the end, she's out of her popcorn. And the lady asks, oh, I, I don't know if she knew her name or not. She goes, oh, Miss Brindley, do you want uh, some popcorn for the road? And she shakes her head, yeah. So uh, the lady gives her like a big uh, bowl of popcorn to take with her uh, with my brother because they had to drive home like 30 minutes or so. So then they get in the car and she's obviously in the back and she rolls the window down. And my brother's like, what are you doing? And all of a sudden she starts like uh, tossing a a few of the kernels, a few of the popcorn kernels out the window my brother's like, why in the heck are you doing that? And she like doesn't say anything. Sometimes she's like quiet when she's uh, being like mischievous or whatever. And then uh, she looks at him and Matthew's like, what the heck are you doing? Stop wasting that. I thought you wanted to eat it. And she goes, no, the lady said the popcorn's for the road. <laughs> isn't, that inc- awesome. isn't that incredible? Wow. You have a freaking genius on your hands. <laughs> Taking the, li- the literal <laughs> approach. And he was obviously that is hilarious. He was dying at that, yeah. So she was feeding the road <laughs> the popcorn because the lady told her it was for the road. Super funny. You know, it's like, yeah, you're right. Uh, that's that's pretty stupid of her to say that it's for the road. Yeah, you should probably just go ahead and eat it. it, it it's kind, it's kind of like uh, people learning the English language or learning a different language. <laughs> yeah, when you don't know what you know what certain terms mean, or if you tried to learn our language, could you imagine? All of the nonsense that we say. Even people that speak regular English can't understand our language. Yeah. Me. yeah. <laughs> All right. So the other one was uh, about 10 days ago now, our very own, well, not our very own because it's never been on the cast, but Cookie Monster, Clint, Clinton Taylor Titus visited me in Samland. So we went to Cubs. Chai Town. Yeah. Chai Town, as he, he would call it. Chai Town. <laughs> yeah. We went to, uh, we got obviously all the foods. That you'll get when you're here. Italian beef, deep dish pizza. Uh, we There's not specific to here, but there's a place that has pretty uh, good wings that we got as well. So we ate like animals, obviously. And uh, one kind of funny story was at the Cubs game, we're sitting in the bleachers. And uh, do you guys know that song? I don't know. Exa- I think it literally just goes win, 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 win. You know that one? I think it's on a commercial. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so it's one of Jason Hayward's, uh, like, one of the songs for his walk-up music. And did you guys know they have different songs for each at bat? I thought they were pretty consistent. Like, maybe for different games they could do it, but I thought they had the same one all at bats. No, so, so they have, like, the same four for each four at bats. Oh, okay. So, like, song one is the same one for the first one. At least that's what the Cubs do. You know, everyone can do it. Yeah. Well, anyways, he Jason Hayward gets up and the song's playing win, 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 win. And all, obviously, Clint, speaking of how crazy our language is, he just is like, sis, 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 and like screaming it really loud. And there's some uh, ladies in front of us. They're probably like 50 <laughs> or so. 
and I, no one really, you know, if somebody says something crazy, you're like, well, all right, what? And, but they turn around. <laughs> this is him. He has problems. Well, yeah, no, she turns around. She's like, she's like, sis, 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 sis. What the fuck? <laughs> she's like, yeah, I heard that. And I was just dying laughing because I only caught like part of it. Only I, I didn't really wasn't paying attention when he says sis, 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 because it's just like normal nonsense. And then she turns around. She's like, sis, 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 sis. What the fuck? <laughs> it was it was pretty good. And then he was obviously like laughing and uh, but kind of embarrassed too. Besides that, uh, nothing nothing too crazy. The Cubs won, so that was clutch. I guess it was on. Sea Monster uh, was a catalyst, right? Yeah. Sea Monster. No, it's just me. I'm banished from Chi Town forever. (laughs) Yeah, Mike. So apparently, I didn't even know, but on Cookie Monster, until you told me, and then we watched his story, because he's always on his phone, literally always (laughs) on his phone. It's completely insane. But he was, I didn't know he was (laughs) recording. And uh, I just said, wow, Mike's the bad luck right after the Cubs (laughs) got the last out. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> captured for the world and everything. <laughs> captured for the CM audience to uh, to view. But um, yeah, besides that, pretty good trip um, for him. Not nothing, uh, nothing else too wild. But um, but yeah. So Mike, you're not allowed probably to ever come to a game again. I I guess. Clutch for me, save money, and never go back. That's true. I'd imagine. That's a good point. Yeah, that's pretty much all though. Um, on my side. Mike, you want to talk about uh, any festivities that you've had going on over the past couple of weeks or upcoming? Uh, live, live a pretty boring life, so really nothing in the past. Haven't done anything, but I'm uh, moving at the end of this week, so. So rip. So rip, rip all. Brewing yeah. company. Rip wow. brewing. Speaking of. <laughs> but yeah, I'm moving, so rip to me. At least, hopefully, the forecast isn't as bad as it was last week when it was uh, 184 degrees, I think. Yeah. But it's still going to be pretty miserable, mostly because I'm going to be by myself moving everything I own. <laughs> so <laughs> so we were literally talking, like, uh, and we exaggerated a lot, but last weekend, I mean, it was, a, like, we're not even joking, 108 with what, probably 120 heat index. I don't even know. Yeah, I think we got to one one nineteen. Yeah, on heat index one night, one day, not one night. Like how would at you- one night though? At night though, it was still it would be eight thirty, eight forty five at night, and it would yeah. still be ninety three, ninety five degrees. No, like the sun went down. So uh, Kale and I were hanging out last weekend. We're like, oh, we'll just go sit out on the patio. It's probably cooled off. It was still almost a hundred degree heat index. <laughs> Absurd. It was so stupid, and there wasn't any wind, so it was just. It felt like you're sitting in a sauna still. Yeah. With the sun. That's what. See, that's the thing. Is like normally it gets hot like that in Kansas. I would say overall, like it's been hot, but it hasn't been like stupid no. hot. It's been a mild summer. It's been a pretty months. mild summer, but last week was hot, and there was no wind. Like normally, you'll get. Hot and then like a 30 mile an hour wind or hot and like a, you know, at least a breeze, something to break it up or have some air. But I was doing, uh, cause I was doing, um, yard work. Well, no, I guess not last weekend, the weekend before, but regardless, it was, uh, I mean, it was, you walked outside and you're like, I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. And that's how hot it was. It was miserable. Yeah. If it's not windy, and Mike, was it windy by you? If it's not windy at Colbert, then it's not windy anywhere in the entire state, really. 
Yeah. Now there was, I mean, some breeze, but I mean, when it's that hot, then it's just blowing hot air on you. And it helps a little bit, but when the air temperature is still 100 degrees, it's like standing in front of a heater. It's just blowing it onto your face. <laughs> yeah, Which, it, it was way too bad. Yeah. There's no point. I like. I wouldn't turn down that many golf games, but it would. If I would have been offered free golf, I probably would have been like, I don't think I could do it. That was that was like, last Friday too. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to the range, and I go outside. I'm like, dude, I literally can't make myself go to the range right now. <laughs> It was pretty hot here, too. I'm sure it wasn't as hot, but it, it was a good, you know, 108, 109 heat index and, you know, 99 degrees. So still stupid. Yeah, very stupid. So my last couple of weeks, uh, I missed a cast last week or two weeks ago, I guess, when we recorded. So I feel this is kind of foreign to me now, but um. So I did one of the most insane things I've ever done in my entire life uh, a couple weeks ago. So <clears throat> I, you're setting up some, a pretty kick-ass story here if you think it's the most insane thing you've ever done in your life. It's up there. It's at least top five. Okay. Most sporadic thing I've ever done, maybe. Okay. That might be better <laughs> description. <laughs> so Spontaneous. Spontaneous, sporadic, oh, those are synonyms, but yeah. So I, <laughs> not really, um, but all right. They're not? Sporadic is like if all over the Sporadic map. is all over the place. Spontaneous is. Like right now, like you did it on yeah. a whim. It was spontaneity. Okay. so Not it, to give everybody lessons on the English language. <laughs> so it was one of the most spontaneous things I've ever done. Anyways, so I'm outside. And I have like one of those, it's a knockoff, but it's basically like the egg, the grill. So I'm heating it up. I have a porterhouse steak that I got a killer deal on. Keely and I are splitting it. Humble, 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 rich brag. (laughs) This is the most dad start to (laughs) like insane story of all time. (laughs) I was out grilling the steak, got a good deal on it, got a great deal on the steak. I mean, it was like it was a fat porterhouse steak, probably a pound and a half, and it was uh, maybe almost two pounds, I think. And I got it for probably like 10 bucks. It was one of those like, hey, you better grill this today. Yeah. Anyways, so I got one of those though and I had it seasoned nice and I'm getting the grill temperature right. And sometimes that can be a little tricky because if you like overheat the coals, like it'll just naturally get hotter and it's hot, like hard to bring down. Anyways, at this particular time, I was on point. Like I was, I had the temperature right where I want. So I'm feeling myself. I'm like, I'm feeling good. I got my steak coming on. Got potatoes in the oven. Like I have some like fingerlings that I put a little olive oil on and some sea salt. And I got the steak going like I'm in my element. Okay. So I get this unknown. I get a call from an unknown number. What do you do when you get a call from an unknown number? I ignore them. Ignore them, right? Okay. So I didn't ignore it because I'm like, I'll probably like, I'm going to just answer it. It's going to be an automated message and I'm going to hang up. So. I answer it and they say, hello, is this Curtis? And I, or is this Mr. Windling? And I was just like, yes. Who wants to know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Why? And I say, okay, uh, Mr. Windling, we want to thank you for being a Hilton honors, Hilton honors member. And I'm like, okay, this is one of the things are going to like blow the cruise ship thing in my ear here in just a second. So I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. And uh, they're like, we just want to inform you of this uh, promotion that we have going on for Hilton Honors members. Um, 
where you can get a trip to Orlando or Vegas. So, are you... I heard Vegas in, like, fucking... I could just see the neon lights on my head and the all the bells ringing and everything. So, Because I've been talking about going to Vegas. I haven't been to a casino since my bachelor party, and I've been married for two years. So that means I haven't been to a casino in, like, three years. And I love to gamble. So I'm, I'm here in Vegas, and I'm like, okay, I'm listening. And he's just like, uh, yeah, so we have this promotion going on uh, where you can get a four-night or four four-day, three-night stay for like $145 or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I shouldn't do this because this is how old people get fucking scammed and get their whole savings account, um, you know, drained. Anyways, long story, keeps going, keeps talking this thing. He reads back my Hilton Honors number. He reads back my email. He reads back my card on file. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. If he has all that information anyways... If I give him the go-ahead, there's nothing that I can do at this point. So it turns out what it was, was Hilton Grand Vacations. And so it's like timeshares through Hilton's. So I remember that Doug had the, or Dom had a similar experience on this with like his Branson thing. And you have to go and they try to make you feel terrible and buy a timeshare through Hilton <laughs> when you go. So I do have to do that. But <laughs> try and make you feel long story terrible. short, I'm going to fucking Vegas, I guess, in, at in like the middle of October. So Yeah, I had that same thing me. with not Hilton, but it was IHG, which is like all the other hotels. And I was it's trying, like Holiday Inn. Yeah. I was trying to book a, something else and they're like, stay on the line and we'll tell you about this. So I was like, okay, fuck it. So I did, and I I was on the phone for like an hour with this guy. He's like, "Yeah, you can go to Vegas, and it'll be a hundred bucks for four nights or whatever, and you can stay. You have your pick of all these hotels." I was like, "Okay, that sounds pretty good." He's like, "Okay, well, you have to pay it right now, and you have to pick a date." And I was like, "I'm not paying it right now. I don't know my schedule out that far, um, so this doesn't seem like something I could work." He kept pushing it, and he kept lowering the price. And it got t- more tempting and tempting, but he's like, yeah, you have to pick it out. And then, I mean, you can always like, I mean, the worst that happens is like you can send somebody else, you know, there's whatever somebody else can use it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't do this. Can't I don't want, I don't, that. I didn't, my whole thing was not, I don't want to pay up front to like commit to a date that's like a year in the future. So I'm usually, I'm pretty good at asking questions i feel like anyways being in sales like i asked a lot of i like the identifying questions so i was like grilling them on all the things like do i have do i have to pay now if i pay now when is it going to come out like when do i have to choose by how long do i have to choose by if i choose by something does that change the type of room if i choose by something does that change the hotel blah 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 blah, all the things so i i felt pretty good about it by the end but so basically what it is, is a timeshare and you get to choose between three hotels. One is the Alara, which is right by Planet Hollywood on the Strip. They're all on the Strip. One is the Trump Hotel. Controversial. And then one <laughs> which is... is not that close to the Strip, though. <laughs> it, well, it's the North Strip. So it's actually closer to Old Vegas than well, yeah. the other one. And then one is Hilton on the Boulevard, which I have no fucking idea where it is. Um, so I told them about my preference... And I said the Alara, which is right downtown, I'm assuming, or right on the strip. I'm assuming everybody wants that one. So I'll probably get the one that's farthest away. Um, but I don't find out my hotel until 45 days before. Um, but I go, it's 140, I think it's 
and I sit through my presentation is at two o'clock on Sunday, and I get as soon as I complete two o'clock is like top of the morning in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna roll out of bed and and you know crack a beer and then go down there. I was like, Keila, you good with this? And she's just like, yeah, but you better not fucking buy a timeshare. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. Sucked you in. Um, yeah. No, I'm not going to buy a timeshare. But um, I have to go. And then at the end of that, I get a $199, $200 um, voucher or a gift card or whatever. Just I think it's a like a Visa gift card. And then after our, we stay and I go home, then I get a $150 uh, Hilton like uh, voucher to stay wherever I want my next stay is that so i'm like you know what fuck it because i've been looking at going to vegas i'm going to be in colorado at the beginning of that week at a conference so i'm just going to fly from denver to vegas and we're going to stay over the weekend and it's going to be nuts but one of the most spontaneous things that i've done in my life just bought a trip on the phone because I was feeling good about the steak that I was grilling, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, mine, when I did that, because, I don't know, they, because they have all that stuff, and I was like, so what happens if, like, something pops up, I commit to this date, something pops up, like, I'm just out this money, and he was, like, kept going around and around, he's like, well, really, you can do this and this and this, and I was like, uh, I don't know, I don't want to give you my money right now, that's the thing I don't want to do. He's like, well, we can't really go- not do that. I was like, okay, then I'm out. But so, I was on the phone for over an hour with this. Oh, device. I was on the phone for an hour. It was probably it was probably an hour. Yeah, it was a long time. So, um, anyway, which, uh, yeah. Anyways, I was so I was on the phone, and I mean, it's obviously call center, right? They're calling literally every Hilton Honors member that they have, mm-hmm. probably going through the list. Like they, ha- I bet they make a hundred and twenty calls a day because everybody just ignores them. So. Like, I answered, and you could tell he's like, uh oh, like, you don't get that very often. <laughs> so he was like, kind of stumbling over himself, and I was asking him all these questions. He's like, yeah, I'm kind of new. So you could tell he called over the manager. So, like, I'm kind of an asshole. So I was just like, is that your manager in the background? <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing is they're always like, let me talk to my manager. They just put you on hold for a couple seconds to make it seem like they were, and they're like, oh, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, but this is different because I could hear the manager talking. So, like, and he didn't know I could hear that, but I wasn't going to say anything. Cause like I've been in that spot before. It fucking sucks cold calling people. So uh, I was especially like, about timeshares. Especially about timeshares. Like what the fuck am I this supposed to like, do? I bet his quote was like three a month, and I was one of them. And it was early in the month, so he was feeling he like a, a party hot dog after <laughs> that. Like, fuck yeah, I just got a timeshare in Vegas. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. And so he was like, uh, he was like going through it. I'm asking him these questions, and I could hear like his manager was like. I was like, hey, so what like what are the simulations of this? And he was just like, it's 149 a night. And then his manager was like, there's a penalty if it's on the weekend. And there's a penalty on the weekend. <laughs> if you book it on a holiday, it's extra. And if you book it on a holiday, it's extra. And if it's blah 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 blah. <laughs> so I could like hear his manager the whole time. And I was just like, you know what, this is good practice for this guy. And I was just like, you know what, I get it. Like, <laughs> You're doing him a favor. It's good was, practice. <laughs> well, I mean, it was good practice for him. But he was he was trying to be like, I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Because I asked him, like, how do you know it's real? How do I know this is real? Like, you're not even scanning the shit out of me. He's like, that's the number one question we get all the time. You know, like, he's he obviously has a sheet right in front of him. He's got a sheet. He's so, got to find the question. He's like, that is the number one question of all time. <laughs> <laughs> of all time. <laughs> so when I started asking him questions, he obviously knew nothing. But during that one, 
he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, that's a question that we get all the time. And then I said, girl, the question, he's like, you know, I'm kind of new. Yeah, my manager's here. And uh, anyways, on the question where he's just like, uh, he's like, we get that all the time. And I was like, excuse me. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I got to talk to my wife. And like, she's not here right now, even though she's like right beside me. She didn't know what the fuck I was doing out there. She just thought I was happy about the grill. <laughs> and um, so I was just like, yeah, I got to talk to my wife. And then he started going to like sales mode of like, have you and your wife been to Vegas before? And I was like, yes. And he's like, did she like Vegas? And I'm like, all right, listen, I'm in sales. I don't need you to sell me. Like, I'm asking you questions. I need <laughs> you to get right to what I'm saying. And so it, it was a, a wild experience. That was a, that was a wild uh, couple no, he, of- uh, He's going to remember this wow. moment at the, like, when he's the VP the, of you sales. You were probably for, his first one. For I think I was his first one. Wow. wow. I think I was his first one. I took Everyone his, remembers uh, I took their his, first, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I took his timeshare virginity. It's, I bet he feels. I bet he's a. I, yeah, I bet he's a big swinging dick in that call center right now because right in front of his manager too. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he just got his fucking dick out and flopped it on the table afterwards. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> he sold his dumbass a timeshare. <laughs> he already committed to it. Yeah, this fucking sucker doesn't know. He got his money up front like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Uh, oh, this motherfucker doesn't know he doesn't know anything he's so, an idiot what a dumbass fat bitch <laughs> you asked right at the beginning what like you normally do if you get a call from an unknown number and i said ignore it well okay so mine is ronald i'm eligible for medicare so that was always a thing like hey is this ronald i'm like no you have the wrong fucking number <laughs> so now it's gone to texting me not calls. I get texts saying, hey, this is Matt, your Medicaid specialist. You were interested in buying this. And so I messed with him one time, which is probably the downfall because I told him I had a pre-existing medical condition. And uh, he asked what it is. And I told him I had Ligma. And- and he knew what that was, unfortunately, so he didn't really play along. No, what he no he did play along, but what he said is, yeah, no, that's, what uh, ninja that's a ninja hat. hat. Yeah, because if you Google Ligma, that's the first article that comes up. Does <laughs> ninja have Ligma? So actually, he's woke yeah. at that point. Good but, for him. He should go to Hilton. And then you asked, they can reel on anybody. <laughs> so Mike sent us the screenshots of the combo, and then you asked, is he okay? Did he die? And then he res- <laughs> he responds, "No, it was a hoax. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like he's letting you know it's okay that you have ligma." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, obviously ligma. at this point he's just like, "God damn it! Like, there's no way this is Ronald." But like, I had a shitty day, so I might as well call him. Yeah. But anyways, where I was going is that is now I get texts in a group message form. So there's like 20 other numbers on it, and I got one the other day, and it said, uh, "I can't remember what the original text said, but." I deleted it instantly, but then the people in the group message, obviously, I mean, I'm not trying to be age discriminatory here, but they were older people because obviously they had no idea what was going on. They get this text on their phone. So I got like 15 texts like, hello, like, who is this? (laughs) I don't know who this is. Imagine a hello text as such an old person thing like, hello. Yeah, I got like three hello texts. And then there was one that was like, don't know who this is. And then a bunch of them just texted stop, even though the thing didn't say stop at the beginning. Like, you know how you have the option to <laughs> yeah. text stop if you don't like, want to. On the list serves. Yeah, them. but a couple of people just. You, you imagine those God. olds. That was their entire day. Like, that old guy and his wife, like, oh, I'm getting all these texts. And they're, like, telling all their <laughs> yeah. friends. Like, that's an entire yeah. day. 
They're yeah, like, coffee like, tomorrow morning is going to be lit. Yeah, I can't wait to tell everybody about these weird texts he I got. You should have done the Ligma on them. You on definitely would have got them. Yeah. <laughs> or Candace. Candace. Candace would have got them bad. It's just Candace. Huh. Who's Candace? What if one of them actually was Candace? Imagine. Um, <laughs> Candace Ligma? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but anyways. So, yeah, so my... Uh, so I'm going to Vegas. Long story short, um, pretty excited going with the. Uh, well, there was an open invite, so if any of you listening out there want to go, we're going. Hit me up. How, so you're getting it for free, but how many or how much are other people paying? Um, much more than I am. <laughs> so really, it's only a good deal for you. Well, yeah, I'm the one that fucking started it. Well, okay. If they want to go, like you can find. I mean, depends what a good deal is. Like, what's Dude, a good you, deal in Vegas? You probably got the well, guy. It depends. You probably got the guy. I guys probably have free them. rooms because I gambled so much the two times I've been there. I mean, um, you would know if you have free rooms. Well, I got upgraded to. And if you platinum. have free rooms and you're not going, then you're a fucking idiot. I got upgraded to platinum one of the last days we were there. Do you want to go? I can't. Why? Because I'm going to be gone that weekend before. So. So so am I. <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going at the the next weekend, the bye week. Well, some of us can't afford to. Oh, jeez, <laughs> <laughs> save it. <laughs> can't, say, can't say anything with you fucking imbeciles. Yeah. Anyways, going to Vegas. Don't know what I'm saying. Don't know jack shit about it. Talked to someone else who uh, their parents had a Hilton timeshare, and they said that the people brought out all the stops like. At one point, because they always go back and they talk to the manager, blah, 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 blah. And at one point they said, like, there's this girl that has, like, a heart condition that needs a heart transplant. And, like, they donate money from the timeshare or something <laughs> like that. So I'm prepared for anything. Might come out with one, might come, might not. I don't know. If I win big, I might have a timeshare at the end I'll of I'll go back. If you have a timeshare, I can stay at it for free. Yeah, I don't think it works like that. But, yeah. <laughs> it's more like hotel rooms because the Hilton timeshares... I ended up doing a little research on them. They actually are pretty nice. I'm not going to buy one, but I keep saying that to like tell myself not to buy one. But they, uh, you can go like anywhere. You know, if I want to go to New York City, I own a timeshare at Hilton, so it's not like a timeshare in Vegas. It's a timeshare at any of the Hilton Hilton participating areas. I don't know. Paris Hilton. You'll find all all about it. In the yeah, I'll have plenty of time. I will uh, let y'all know what it's like. So, uh, anyways, um, yeah, so let's, uh, kind of shift gears in now that we've talked about what, uh, what, what's been going on in our lives. Actually, we have a, uh, a former or the most recent, I guess, open winner here in studio with <laughs> us. So, uh, maybe we should kind of pivot, um, for an interview here about what's go- been going on in his life lately. So, Sam, you want to start that interview there? Yeah, yeah, of course. This is uh, Sam Dick from the Irish News. <laughs> Couldn't think of a newspaper. Um, this is Sam, <laughs> Dick, Sam from Dick from the, the Irish the News. Irish, <laughs> the, the, Dublin <laughs> the Dublin Gazette. Dublin uh, Gazette. This is uh, Sam Dick. How are you doing, Shane? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Still That's right. So uh, we're just going to throw out some, some questions and see how you're feeling. So what was it like? What were the emotions, not only walking down 18 on Sunday at Royal Portrush in your home country, 
What was it like? Is there somebody eating pistachios around you? <laughs> there is. <laughs> That's just Rory. He wanted to tag along. Okay. Rory. Uh, okay. So what, Rory what, quit eating pistachios <laughs> in the mic. So what, what were the emotions like, Shane? What, what, what were you feeling? That had to be just, just unbelievable in your home country to, to, to know you're going to be hoisting that claret jug soon. Yeah. So first off, I want to say that, uh, I don't have an Irish accent anymore. Um, so I, uh, I don't know what happened to that, but the emotions were very high. I was destroying the entire field, um, pretty much the whole tournament. So the last day wasn't really a question mark. Mostly what I was concerned about was, uh, at the end of the day, I'm the King of Ireland and Rory can just, uh, Suck on this big one? So, yeah, suck on this big one, I guess. I'll let Sam Dick finish the sentence for me. Um, there, was a, there was a lot of stuff after the round. Uh, what kind of drinks were you taking down, Shane? I went to the uh, local pub, had some... Uh, local had pub? Some, you don't know the name? No, I was too drunk at that point. Okay, fair enough. Um, I went to uh, O'Malley's. <laughs> 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 Doesn't your had a couple of Guinness, couple of Guinness. Okay, we are, we are here with uh, just for for those of you just turning in. We are here with Shane Lowry, the um, Open champ, uh, being interviewed by Sam Dick from special guest Sam Dick from the Dublin Gazette. Uh, so we're just finishing up here uh, with, or I guess most recently, it's been uh, where you were at O'Malley's crushing crushing Guinness, yep. having having a gargle as they call them in Ireland. Oh man. <laughs> So, do, what about? Uh, are you a big Jameson fan, or what? What uh, you like some different Irish whiskeys? Uh, yeah, Jameson is what Americans drink. Um, <laughs> probably not the Irish version, but uh, yeah, I like I like Jameson, but mostly mostly toss back some beers. Were you, were you crushing some uh, shepherd's pie with that, or maybe some fish and chips? What 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 was the meal du jour? Um, so I didn't, didn't really eat afterwards. I just started drinking and then, uh, woke up and had myself an Irish breakfast after that. Oh man, that had to be nice. So speaking of waking up, uh, we saw a tweet in the morning with a picture of the claret jug in a bed and it said, I pulled last night. So for, for, um, the Americans that are listening, can can you, uh, elaborate on what you meant? You pulled, you pulled out, um, like you, you were pulled some ass, maybe. You, yeah, you pulled some ass, yeah. and that was what the jug was. Like you pulled this tail. Like, can you elaborate? <laughs> Just for Americans out there, we're, we're they're not sure as us. Yeah, I, not that Sam Dick from the Dublin. Yeah, that was I know, I Americans know what say. you mean, but for for all the for the rest <laughs> of the listeners. Yeah, by pulled, I meant I took that fine piece of ass home, and Ooh. I. I I I got to town. Whoa, got to town. So so, but your <laughs> I mean, wife—that's an Irish saying, I guess. So so, uh, <laughs> a follow up, a follow up. Your your wife was present. So was yep. this a three threesome? Uh, uh, a menage a trois? Our friends to the east in France like to say, or uh, it was for a little bit until I kicked her out. Oh um, no! <laughs> <laughs> Just and uh, me and Claret finished her off. <laughs> All right, very nice. So we know how. Let that- me ask a follow up question to that, if you would, Sam Dick. Okay, Rory, go ahead. <laughs> how did these nuts taste, Rory? Yeah, <laughs> I'm the fucking king of Ireland, you dumbass. 
<laughs> so if you could win the open once or have to remain celibate and not wank it for three years, which would you rather do? Well, considering I've already won. If you would you rather win the claret jug and not be able to wank it for three years? Or would you rather Would not I be able to, as they say, pull the claret jug? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. As, no. As completely we celibate. Say. <laughs> yeah, as we say. Being Irish folk. The people of Ireland. Uh I think I would uh, rather win the open. Wow! All right, yeah. That, that, even though you only enjoy, get, your, enjoy okay, your last pull, so then. even though you only get to keep the, you only get to keep Claire around for a year, and then she's gone. Yeah. Okay. Follow up question to that: How many times will you pull Claire in the next yeah. three hundred and sixty-four days? Three hundred and sixty-four times. Uh-huh. Ooh, once a day. All right. Once a day. <laughs> he's like a he's like an old Irish bayonet. He's a one one time, huh? Just that's all you can yeah. go per day. Shane? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. All right. Well, fair enough. <laughs> so uh, a few more questions here for you. So based on that, that, that discussion kind of gets into our friends from across the pond, uh, Mike Rabel, talking about cutting off his his own Sam Dick to win a Super Bowl. So uh, <laughs> thanks, Rory, for leading into that for our friends from across the pond. They, they know very well um, about sure. that. <laughs> thanks, Rory. <laughs> Rory, you didn't make the cut. Uh, a question for Rory. What was it like not making the cut? And then uh, follow-up question. How long have you been eating those pistachios? And are those Shane's? And do you like eating his nuts? <laughs> um, I am eating his nuts uh, out of nervousness because I was not ready for an interview. Okay. Um, it <laughs> did not feel good not to make the cut considering I was a major fucking advocate for it to come to Northern Ireland. Um <laughs> But uh, I'm an idiot, and you, I decide okay, to that's enough, play Rory. shitty on one day. Okay, okay. <laughs> you you were my pick as well, you dumbass. So thanks a lot. Um, so Shane, during the week last week, there was a representative from the Memphis St. Jude's Classic, um, where you are were all set up to play this upcoming week, and uh, this question specifically was asked to you whether you'll be there um, no matter what, even if you were to have won. And, you know, maybe at the time, you you know, no one likes to think ahead that they're going to just win the Open Championship. Um, and you stated, yeah, no matter what, I'll, I'll be there. Um, there just might be a bigger crowd. And then yesterday you actually pulled out of the Memphis St. Jude Classic. Can you elaborate on that? And uh, do, do you hate children? <laughs> no, I don't hate children, but uh... – didn't have uh, didn't have time. Uh, couldn't get Clara a plane ticket in time to bring her over. Um, I got gotcha. you. So I figured I better stay home with her. Okay. Final question, Shane. So he doesn't hate children. <laughs> he does not hate children. Final question. There's a tweet going around uh, social media referencing a, an uncanny resemblance between you, Shane Lowry, of course, um, open champion that we're talking to right now, and and at Mike Scotch. So question for you, have you seen it? Have you seen this tweet? It's going around, it's viral. Nope, I have not. Okay, um, well, check your mentions. It's <laughs> okay. sh- uh, I was told it's from a- Got way too many of them. Okay, well, check one from, I believe it's called the Beer Breath Podcast. Um, okay. that they've tweeted a, a little- Is that what I'm being interviewed for right now? No, Not for, no. but on, yes. No, but, but oh. yeah, it, it's simulcast on there. Actually. Okay. <laughs> so- uh, so, are you related to an at Mike Scott Stopley? Not that I know of. 
that name sounds too insane. <laughs> then how about a Scotch DePole, poss- possibly? Uh, still sounds way too insane. Okay. Uh, any re- <laughs> any relation to NASCAR driver Taylor Canfield? Um, I don't know. There's a potential we could all be brothers. We're all insanely okay. good athletes. One okay. of us is okay. I'll tell really the, good at golf. Okay, I'll but. tell the what's what's the one of them's good at golf. One's good at NASCAR. What's the last one good at? Everything. I think. Everything. Yeah. Which sport will the offspring of you and Claret play? Um, probably golf. But they, I mean, that's that's going to be a fucking spawn, <laughs> and they're going to be pretty good at everything. I think. All right, well, I appreciate it. Um, uh, I think I'll speak with the producers of Beer Breath Podcast, and we'll, we'll try and get some more pictures up of you and uh, you're maybe a, a long-lost uh, American relative, um, <laughs> although we're not sure the last name could be from anywhere with that. But uh, we appreciate the time and uh, enjoy uh, the, the victory celebration like we, we know you already have. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Shut up, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was Shane Lowry uh, being interviewed by Sam Dick from the Dublin Gazette. Um, we want to thank them both for taking time to simulcast on the Beer Breath Podcast. What did you guys so, think about it? I thought it was pretty good. Shane Shane did a uh, a decent job, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was still a little drunk or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like he was. Didn't give very straight answers. He might have had his mind elsewhere or something. Yeah. Thinking about sure. Claret, maybe. Claret. Finish in, around, and outside. <laughs> outside <of> Claret. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know really how so, to follow that up. But well, yeah. Okay, so I'll just talk about this since we just had Shane on. Um, so this guy apparently picked Shane because he had listened to a bunch of like golf experts and he bet on Shane Lowry to win. Except he thought he was betting for the U.S. Open for him to win bet to win the U.S. Open. So he he like well, obviously I don't know if Flower even made the cut for the U.S. Open, but he accidentally made it for the British Open Open Championship. So he ended up winning a thousand bucks on twenty (laughs) dollars because he made it for the wrong tournament on accident. They should take his money away. Yeah, that that's. That's so stupid. Although, although for like a nonsense, like it is tough because they call it the U.S. Open and then the Open, right? Mm-hmm. So I can yeah. get the confusion if you're just a, a, a dumbass. Yeah, the funniest thing was he was like listening to all this expert advice, and they're like, "Yeah, Shane Lowry's our pick to win the U.S. Open." So he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a little caution doing that, but I'm gonna toss twenty bucks down on to win." Might as well. And then he he put it on the wrong tournament and ended up winning even bigger. God. But yeah, but besides that, I mean, the tournament it was. I did how much did you guys watch? Just a, a little bit. Yeah, I didn't watch very much. Yeah. I didn't watch near as much lame, as any honestly. of the other majors. Yeah, well, I guess there's only been. But. So that's what I I texted you guys about this on Sunday when it was miserable out, um, like at the tournament, and so I get the sentimental value of the open and all of that stuff, but I don't know that i it is so i get the sentimental value it's like in the birthplace of golf like all those types of things i get it but like i don't find it near as fun to watch given they posted low scores but like in the 
pouring ass rain on Lynx Golf, which I, I think I feel like is generally not as fun to watch. Um, I think it's a little bit harder to watch than, than the other tournaments. Obviously, the Masters is my favorite to watch. Um, I think the the Open has the intrigue just because it's older and it's in courses that like I know that I'll never play um, or see most likely in my lifetime. But um, other than that, I think it's not. It's not really my favorite to watch. It wouldn't be I your second. Like. It's my second favorite usually um, behind the Masters. Because the PJs, we talked about it before. That's PJs always. PJs an afterthought, but I would say that the the US Open I like a little bit you more. Just okay. Well, it depends on what course it's at, too, though. Like yeah, if that's true. It was like at if Pebble it's at this last year or which, something like that, then it's not as cool. Yeah. Which I guess that was the. Was that the PGA? If it's at some like lame course, it is like Lynx Golf. But think about that too, then, right? Like all the courses that they play that are like Link style golf in the U.S., like they suck. Like I don't want to, I don't want to see the winner go two under at Shinnecock. Yeah, on the week. Well, you're saying, I don't know what you're saying. So I'm saying that I would rather them play at a place like Pebble or play at a place like uh, Whistling Whistling oh. Straits is like kind of links, but also kind of modern. It's it, feels like but it's probably considered a links course but and it's phenomenal though that's where the Ryder cup is next year right yeah i guess that's kind of an anomaly to me but like tory pines or any of those like, i mean any of those types of of courses um remember when the u.s was at the one up in uh, northwest like either oregon or somewhere and the greens were just butt they were so bad do you guys remember that it was like yeah it was so funny story about that. It was in Washington. It was at um. It was at what is that course called? I think it starts with a W. Maybe it's in Pierce County, Washington. Whatever it I is. Have no idea. Anyways, one of the guys that one of my coworkers works with, he does uh, photography, and he was a photographer for that uh, course, uh, for that event. And so she has like this book on her desk. I think we might have talked about Chambers this Bay. On the, Chambers Bay. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, he was, uh, the photographer and he offered to let her play on the course, but she doesn't play golf. So she's like, ah, no point. I'm like, what? I mean, <laughs> not that I would be any good at it. And like the course didn't look all that great, but at the same time, if you get free golf on Chambers Bay, like you should probably go. Yeah. But if, so, if somebody, if some, well, I, I would go if I was a non golfer and just go ride around. Yeah. They had golf or they had lunch. Because if somebody yeah. asked me to do something historic, like at some awesome place, and I was just god awful at it, you know? no, I know you like you shouldn't disrespect it. I meant it more like, yeah, I'm pissed at that wasn't me, yeah, or, you know, type of thing. So that's the last major of the year, right? Yeah, it's kind of weird with it now. Yeah, now it's just it's, right. it's yeah, just going to be PGA was first FedEx Cup shit now, I guess. Yeah. Tiger vs. Phil round two on Thanksgiving. Oh my, oh my god. god, kill me. TG, that was free. Yeah. Or I got charged like $1,000 to try and get it started up. I think thankfully it got refunded for all of it <laughs> since it didn't work. Um, the only other thing I had on the docket was LCU. Oh yeah, so that's been another thing that's happened in the past uh, week, I guess, was Last Chance U, uh, Independence Community College. Um headed up by controversial coach Jason Brown. <laughs> so how, how many episodes are you guys in? I only just finished episode two. Four. Okay. 
Well, I don't really know how much I finished the season, but I don't uh, know how much to like. We can just talk about. generally like speak about it. So just early on, like I don't know. I I liked the first season where they showed a lot of camp and they they showed a lot of practice, and this season just hasn't felt the same um, in that respect as far as like doing more football stuff. There's a lot of character building in this one, uh, which you know I, I guess. And Mike, do you know how the season goes as far as their record? Yeah. I know okay. That. So um, if you know that, then uh, then that pretty much I, what that's I, what I was going to comment on. Anyway, what what yeah. I was thinking is they shoot just ungodly amounts of footage. Then when the season goes how it went, they have to go back and be like, "Oh shit, let's do some of the ancillary stuff in here." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I, yeah, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, that that was pretty much. No, no, it. no. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, because like when you go through it, I mean, granted, there, there's intrigue in a bad season just because of the drama. But there's also, you know, I can imagine Jason not talking as much when you're fucking terrible. You're like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, you don't want to like, you know what I mean? Like any coach, no one wants to be on camera when you're losing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is that I think what happened was I would imagine that's what happened because the first season at Independence is really unique because Jason Brown made the buddy, whatever his name was at uh, at that East Mississippi, made him look pretty mild. I felt like, as far as like language language goes, um, and they kind of personified this program that was like bigger than life. That's why it calls like Dream You and stuff on there. But I think when the season went how it went, exactly right, they were kind of like, all right, well, we have to turn to something else because no one's going to want to watch this type of football. So they're going to turn to like, how can we make this dramatic? Which actually by the end of the season, it was like, I'm trying not to give away too much. By the end of the season though, it became one of those shows that was like, this is like a, this is like a reality show. I mean, almost it was, it was nuts. I mean, it got pretty dramatic and a lot of the things uh, were pretty wild, but I would agree like after episode two, episode two has zero football in it. So I was just kind of like, like what the hell? Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like this show because of the drama. If I wanted to watch a drama show, I'd watch any show that my wife watches. But I like the football part of it, and this has zero football part in it, so I was kind of pissed. I feel bad. I feel bad for for Bobby Bruce. Obviously, um, he, he. I mean, the, a lot of these kids have just absolutely no schooling. The most, the funniest part in season one was when he was in English class, and he just told the teacher he'd be putting the periods wherever because he's not sure. Like he goes in and <laughs> puts them in after he writes all his stuff, which is yeah, really is unreal. It's yeah, unreal. It's unreal. And you know, I had similar stories and I'm sure you guys knew, um, at K state, but I had similar story, uh, in, at whitewater. Uh, um, I don't know if I've told on the podcast or not, but we were sitting in study hall and there was a senior all American, like three time all American, um, who was up with our, our GA ran study hall. So like the slapdick coaches basically with all the slapdick players, but then some of the older guys who were, you know, struggling in school had to go to study hall. Um, and he was up on the board and they, he was doing number lines, like literally number lines from like second and third grade to do addition and shit. And we're like looking at it. We're like, dude, is that really like, what I fucking think it is. So like, what kind of just service are they doing? Like, it's sad as fuck, but you know, they, you know, Whitewater obviously won national championships and same with, you know, independence was trying to win a, you know, win conference championships. So, uh, crazy, just the, the level of education you, you feel obviously 
bad because they, you know, didn't have anything growing up and that sort of shit. But, uh, but yeah, that Bobby Bruce, the thing is sad too, is cause like he, I, I think he was just too small, honestly. Like he, he granted he was stupid, stupider than anything, but he like, he was a pretty good player. Like he was good and he not saying he, he there's more than just being good. You got to know the defense, but still, I mean, they, he could have had a spot to play. Like he, he, they didn't have that good of defensive backs uh, that season. So uh, that part sucked, but yeah, but I could see it where... does allude to that later. I don't know if you're in there a little bit, but I, could... I guess it's the se- or episode two. I talked about that. Yeah, I could, I could see that how he didn't have the capability to grasp a new position after he'd played that in his entire life and then yeah. switched and then just didn't have the mental fortitude to try and learn that position. And Well, you know, yeah. here's the thing though, too, is that, so he goes to the school, like he knew what he was signing up for. Like this is the premier school, right? So at least at the Juco level or one of the premier schools. So he's going to a coach that he relates with. They talked about that in season one of ICC and he knows, I mean, I, he probably doesn't think that he's undersized, but like when you see all these other guys come in, it, I, I mean, I understand wanting to compete, but it's not to say he couldn't have had a great career at Dodge City or Iowa Western. Like he easily could have, but he just, you know, when you had to sit behind other guys and play a position that you just learned, I think that that makes it harder too. And obviously, like you said, you feel bad for a, ki- a kid because, especially in the off season, you know, he had trouble already. And then he goes through this, and and it and shakes out how it does, and it's just like, man, what's the end game for the, for a kid like that? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's not good. That sucks. Um, the other part that I want to talk about without too many spoilers, um, and Mike's coming up on it in the next couple episodes, but kind of already knows from last season. Jeff Sims is just such a prick. My God, I don't think I can hate <laughs> a human more than I hate him watching him. And like, so he, he's the Garden City coach, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. And how Kurt was saying, um, and I didn't really realize because I hadn't seen as far, but he, 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 his persona is of like a guy who like, oh, I do everything right. Like, I, you know, I'm the, I'm holier than thou. That's exactly what it, you'll see in the next few episodes. But then he's a bigger, like everyone can say stuff about Jason Brown and, you know, whatever all happened legally. But as far as treating people, I mean, it, and just actions in general, he, I mean, Jeff Sims is such a hypocrite in everything. Um, yeah, that's a that's a thing. Like with Jason Brown, like he's an asshole. I think he gets a lot more attention than he does just because of his language. But he is who he is. I mean, there is not. Or, or, I'm saying this like I know him based on the show. Yeah, you know, he's he's showing, and I can believe that just because of like how he talks and how he relates to the guys. And I like being. I mean, we've all been in a college locker room, like you know, that people like that tend to relate to people that have been in similar situations. So like, I think he genuinely is who he is. Now people don't like that. A lot of people don't like that. They take, they talk about that in the show too later on in the year. And then that's, you know, kind of eventually what led to him getting fired. Um, spoiler, if you didn't know that, but also if you didn't know that, then you probably don't care about the show. Um, considering all the stuff about how his yeah. felony charges are coming about now. Yeah, true. But he, like, he is straightforward and he is who he is and he doesn't, like, edit that at all. So I would much rather play for a guy like that than a guy like Jeff Sims who is, like, 
just pretends like he's better than every you know pretends like he you know is oh well, you shouldn't act that way or he wants to be like me and blah 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 and tries to be like this good guy that's teaching discipline and life lessons and then he's going out and doing all this like crazy yeah shit. yeah I'm michael like, i'm not saying yeah, i'm a perfect guy michael but. c it really comes to like fruition at during that game which that episode sick curtis was talking about episode four i think um, yeah three or four i can't remember which one it is yeah but i guess it's four but I, I'm still confused about – I mean, I'm not into it too much, but I'm confused about the Malik situation. Was he even – is he even allowed to play? Like, I don't you'll, – You'll see. Yeah, I feel like he's illegally playing here. <laughs> well, they kicked him off because he was a freshman. So they kicked him off the team last year is what you're saying? Well, did they? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone hated him? Yeah, because he was like – he basically tore apart the whole team. Yeah, but they, I mean, was, they still won. They went like nine and two. <laughs> well, right. I know. But like when you're that good. Yeah. No, I knew he was. You're above another player. Yeah, so. yeah, I thought I thought he left because he thought he was going to get an offer. Well, I think he left. He, he left thinking that he was going to get another offer. And then he didn't. Well, I, you guys will just see. I know he didn't because they already told that part. Yeah. Because he had an interview like the very first episode. Um, where he was talking about how, or I don't remember who was talking about how he didn't get an offer. But then know, they, so the yeah, it's, it's weird because he brings him back and he makes it seem like he's a team manager. So he's like not even eligible, but then he like starts like he's in pads then. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, whatever. Mike, uh, you'll see it and we'll, we'll probably talk more in a couple weeks because we'll all be uh, finished up by then as we're creating so one- football. Yeah, one thing that is a little bit underrated, it released the exact same day as Last Chance U, and which I think was actually really good for it because um, of what all the things that we talked about and not being as focused on golf this year or uh, uh, on football <laughs> this year because since they weren't uh, as good as they had been in the past. But um, was All or Nothing on Amazon Prime? Do you guys have Amazon Prime? No. I watched, I watched the Michigan ones. Okay, Sammy. Well, you'll have to watch. I'll let you borrow my Amazon Prime stuff so you can watch it. But it's like... Um, they follow, they've done college and they've done pros. They've done it on the Cowboys, the Cardinals, they've done it on Michigan. And I can't remember if they did it on someone else, but this year it's about on the Panthers. And so it's, it's kind of a mix of last chance you, but it's more, it reminds me more of uh, hard knocks, but it's across a whole season last season rather than, um, just training, a camp. training camp, which Kudos to the Hard Knocks people because trying to put that together in a week, like that's in live time. So that's mm-hmm. that's unreal that it's as good a production as it is. But this is a uh, it's pretty neat and there's a lot more football and um, it's over the Panthers. So they have Cam and Cam is just like so awesome. Like he's such an asshole and you hate him, but you also love him because he's just like infectious in the way that he carries himself and like goofs off and all this stuff. And he's a freak athlete like. I mean, they kind of build that up in the show a little bit, but he's like what? He's like six six two forty or something like that. Yeah, he might be even bigger than that. Honestly, I mean, he's unreal, he's a physical specimen that you don't really see ever. Mm-hmm. Um, with as mobile as he is, so it, I would uh, highly recommend any of you listeners that have Amazon Prime and care about football and might have been underwhelmed by Last Chance You, or if you just want more um, to watch All or Nothing on the Carolina Panthers, because I'm in the middle of that right now and it's. Uh, it's pretty entertaining. So, hadn't they? When did they announce when they're going to do another episode or another season of Last Chance You? So, I know we're going with this because they 
last chance you tweeted out where should we go next so if they don't i was thinking when i saw that tweet i was like if they don't know where they're going by now i bet they're not going this year or they're putting that out and they know where they're going but they haven't announced it formally yet yeah because i mean they have to it's like people are gonna find out next week yeah two weeks i guess because and yeah like training camps and camp stuff starts for jucos because they start the season earlier i think yeah they start a week yeah. before, like when the high schools do, I think, right? Mm-hmm. So either they don't, either they're not renewing or they know and they're just, you know, it's a mar- uh, social media marketing yeah. thing, which is fine either way. I but, guess they probably want to try and get people through the season before they announce where they're going next. But. So I always wondered, like, I was curious about that with uh, MNC or, or no, with EMC. I couldn't, whatever it is, I couldn't get into the first two seasons. Should I go back and watch them? Oh, really? Yeah, I liked the first two seasons. Okay. I thought they were... The third season was the best. I felt like with Independence, that might be because I'm from Kansas, so I know yeah. like, all the people. But <laughs> I know all the people. All well, the you schools, know the at schools. Least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but the first two I thought were really good. I was just kind of surprised that they left that school because of what they were building. But then it went to the next one. I'm like, it's time. And I feel more strongly about it this time. Like, it's time to move on to the next school. Especially well, with they, them. They can't, I mean, they, really. they can't stay on the same school. But even if they were to uh even if they were to have kept him, like I think two years is right, which is good anyways for a JUCO. JUCO would be so hard. That's what I'm saying. Those guys, if you, you have was, a new team if you every year. Three games, you're fucked. Yeah. And to coach, you have a, literally a new team every single year. You have yeah, you, no development. You don't yeah, you don't develop players because you only get them for two years. Max. Even if they're freshmen in college. And it's so insane that in the JUCO ranks, if you lose three games, like there's no bowl game. There's no I mean there's after, a couple I don't think bowl so. games. There's a couple bowl but games. Not a lot. No, but like not if you lose three. Like it's like if you're a one or two loss team, you might be able to get into the playoff, maybe. But most of those teams are undefeated or one loss. So if you have two or three losses, you might get into a bowl game. You might not, depending on the There's year. no playoffs. I don't. I don't. There is it? I thought there was. I don't think so. Unless it, if oh. there is, it's one round. I thought. I yeah. thought it was like a. I thought it was like a four or an eight. No, that wouldn't make sense because ICC would have been. Yeah. I'm. I'm not sure they have playoffs. Yeah, I think it's just, it's like just a natty. <laughs> yeah, because it's oh, okay. at, at this point, yeah. Illinois has dissolved all of their um, JUCOs, so it's it's really Kansas, Texas, and California um, that have JUCOs. So I mean, there, oh, okay. there's like the Mississippi one too, but like it, there's not a, there's not a, there's probably forty real programs. Oh, okay. I guess I wasn't really aware of that. Yeah, that makes more sense then. But like it, In- that would be tough. I mean, that'd be tough if you're at a JUCO and like you're trying to get a scholarship and you lose three games and you may not have any postseason. It's just like you are playing for tape at that point. Like, yeah. and if you're not playing, then it's like, all right, I'm gonna shut down. It, it could get all, go off the rails really quick. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Mike, should we uh, comment on these beers and start wrapping up? Sure. What do you think about the old Ripple White Ale? I thought it was pretty good. I stopped drinking the last little sip because, like, all the floaties concentrated at the bottom. Yeah. So (laughs) it looks kind of weird, so I didn't finish all of it. But there's, like, one sip left. I thought it was pretty good. It was uh, pretty, pretty light, pretty refreshing. Um, uh, didn't have a, too strong of a uh, sulfury taste for my taste. Um, some are that way, but this one didn't. And now that like Sam looked it up and said it was spices and stuff, 
I tasted that a lot more after he said that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it was good, but it's just still kind of middle of the road. So I'll, I'll give it a 10. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I'm i going to give it a 9. I thought that uh, I probably would have given it a 10, but I don't like the bullshit orange on the front because I couldn't taste orange at all. So don't like the, the false marketing there. Tasted the cloves at the end. Which I thought was really interesting. Who knows if there's actually cloves in that, but that's what it sort of tasted like. So, overall, good beer. Uh, kind of refreshing. Don't know about the floaties. Don't really like that it wasn't orange, but I could drink more than one of those and be um, be comfortable. So We didn't really give the specs on it. Like alcohol 5%. Level. They didn't have 5%. any ABVs. Yeah, it didn't have ABVs on the can. Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, white. So, we drink a lot of white ales i feel like just generally because like shock top as a belgian oh, is that considered white, a white yeah. ale belgian white yeah oh okay i guess i just maybe haven't heard it and uh like uh i like that one as a white one uh th- there's a bunch more so you drink them without probably knowing you're yeah, having a white ale. i haven't had it explicitly on there yeah but um yeah, so, okay, let's do uh, go around the room, last call, Sam. I just want to say uh, thanks to Shane Lowry, and what a fantastic job that uh, reporter from the Dublin Gazette, I think his name was Sam Dick, did. Uh, really thorough questions and uh, um, kept it lighthearted. I didn't enjoy Rory too much in the interview, but um, <laughs> bes- Me neither. besides that, it was pretty good. <laughs> That's all. Mike, shame. <laughs> shame. Uh, rip to me moving this weekend. If anybody's listening and wants to help out, I'll be uh, <laughs> out there probably Thursday afternoon and all Saturday. So Yike. feel free to stop by. Yike. You taking time uh, off? I'm probably taking Friday afternoon off. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> um, my last call is I'm going to Vegas. So if anybody wants to go to Vegas, DM me. Um, at Beer Breath Dad, <laughs> uh, going in October. So, so Kurt just tried to one shoes. up my offer about helping me move by saying <laughs> go to Vegas, and I just want to say I will actually probably pay you and maybe alcohol or something, some beers, um, to come help me. So I just want to make yeah, mine no, sound more should, intriguing. You should definitely help Mike. I'm not paying you shit. In fact, you'll have to go. You'll have to pay your own way. But we could hop on the craps table, throw some dice. Hopefully the cards are are nice uh, there too. <laughs> not <laughs> on the craft table. Not at the craft table. On the card at the card game. Okay. Might be honest. And something, uh, true. the uh, video pokey slots are are loose. Ooh. So uh, so uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. It's good to be back. Uh, you'll catch uh, Trey and Dom or whoever he wants uh, to be on the cast next week. And uh, yeah, rip. Ligma.